0: The Big Bark, listen up dog owners, it's for you, all you canine lovers. It's your favourite podcast, The Big Bark, with your host, Dara Burke, and canine co-hosts, Bruno and Millie, The Big Bark. Hello and a big welcome to The Big Bark Podcast. I'm your host, Dara Burke, and I'm joined, as always, by my canine co host Bruno and Millie, they're floating around there summer because they are quite sleepy after their walk and it is such a beautiful day outside there and they have been enjoying the sunshine quite a bit today so, we sure look, we might as well while it's here because we don't know how long the sunshine tends to last in Ireland it could be a day, it could be a week, it could be an hour, So, sure. it is like a lucky dip in a way so, bit of a different episode this week we have no guest this week and you know I think it is the first time in the space of uh, probably since the first episode actually we have always had a guest on the show so this is a new one and you're probably wondering what's going on there. I have one job to do generally speaking during the and that's actually book a guest or try and get someone in for like a slot on the show. I forgot to do that so yeah uh, well sure I'll wing it so it's been a busy week and we had a great response to our episode with Mac Maramaddy from Good Boy Dog Training last week and such an insightful episode that was and we continue to see the big bark take the top spot in the iTunes chart for pets and animals category week after week so long may that last so, right, you're probably wondering with no guests this week, what in God's name is this fella going to talk about for a whole episode? Well, I suppose, first of all, just to give you a kind of heads up what's been going on. We've been out and about, me and lots of doggies down on UL, Millie, of course, being a rogue, getting lots of rubs. Bruno going over and doing his John Wayne impression to every dog that he actually um sees. It's quite a. Uh, Funny thing, all I need on him now is like a cowboy hat and he will be like literally the next John Wayne. So just put maybe two holsters on the side of him as well. That might work a bit bit better as well. But we also got our new flyers printed in the last week. And thanks very much to the folks at Digital Printing Ireland for those always top quality. They did the candles for us back in... December, which is why I keep going back to them because the stuff is just oh, is amazing quality. And you'll probably see those out and about in different doggy friendly venues across Ireland, hopefully, soon enough. Okay, so today we're going to be kind of covering different, I suppose, different items from like the canine world, different news topics that are going on. And we'll be looking at what dogs are up for adoption. And that would be with uh bond. We'll be looking into that there. And well, I suppose first of all, the Easter bunny is on the way this week, and we all know what that means—chocolate. And we know the chocolate is quite poisonous for dogs. So on that note, let's dive right into our first topic. You may know there I have Jeff's sound effects now. That's actually quite new, and it's going to take some getting used to. And okay, I have like a up here on my laptop uh, let's just have a quick look now okay so we mentioned there about the whole area of chocolate and we're, we're being easter this week that means there is going to be a crap ton of chocolate lying around the house what happens when you have chocolate and you have a doggy? doggies well doggies well generally speaking a lot of time try and eat hunting Bruno loves to try and eat my socks but a very interesting article this week in the Irish Examiner. Uh, his weekly column, uh, Pete Weatherburn, Pete Ves, who's a big friend of our of our show here, and Pete talks all about the hazards of Easter eggs for dogs. Um, so, okay, well, I suppose let's just kind of give a bit of background. Obviously, chocolate, as we all know, is very poisonous for dogs and it contains a stimulant that is known as teobromin and obviously tolerated by humans but dogs and uh, they metabolize teobromin a lot different to humans and the high levels of teobromin can actually interfere as Pete Sedson's column here with the functioning of the heart muscle lean to an irregular regular beat and basically it's a real life hazard so on lower quantities like okay look any amount of chocolate is bad for dogs it's toxic for dogs the darker the chocolate the higher the concentration of theobromine. Uh so obviously plain dark chocolate really really high really lethal why chocolate? Not so much to your bone and it. Or actually, I don't think it contains any at all. It is wrong to give your dog any amount of chocolate. Just, it's a no. It's a big no-no. And to be honest, like you, you shouldn't actually do it. I don't know how many of you, good old listeners here, watch the Big Bang Theory. But there was actually an episode in the Big Bang Theory where Roger's dog uh, went through a whole box of chocolates that uh, Leonard and Penny left unattended. And, well, look, the dog was very lucky to actually, I suppose, come through that without any complications. But it's not just in TV or anything that you see this. This is a real life thing. You leave chocolate down a dog. It's just going to think, oh, what's that? That's nice. That looks nice. I'm going to take that. But it is highly, highly, highly toxic. I'm not going to go too much more detail on this because if you want to kind of know more about it, well, everyone, every dog owner should know chocolate is bad for your dog. And there's a lot of different factors that will, I suppose, determine how badly your dog can be affected. For more on this and to listen or to read in full, uh pete weatherman's column which is in the irish examiner today uh or is it today or sorry the monday the 11th it was actually printed and it's on the irish examiner website and basically your dog could die from chocolate poison so be careful this easter that is the headline on the article uh you might be thinking geez that's very grim but like that's the fact that is actually the fact that your dog could actually could actually die so from chocolate poison so look be very careful for kind of more information uh look at pete's uh column on the Earth examiner and also if you have a dog that happens to get their paws on chocolate and like ingest chocolate first thing to do is just ring your vet and if you don't have a local vet that has out of hours, ring the vet on call after hours. So every, there's always a vet on call in in every city, every town after hours. And make sure you do that immediately or use an online vet mastering service. So an online like a uh, vet service. So Perfect Club, which is run by Pete Wedderburn uh is actually quite a good one and actually you can get i believe there is a current uh offer on i believe with pet stop ireland so the pet stop stores and they have current they have actually teamed up with uh pet Fix club so if you go into the uh if you go to any your, your local pet stop store the, you will see all the merchandise for Perfects Club inside there. You'll see a big um, silhouette of inside there as well. And just ask the staff in Perfects Club what the story is. And like how you can actually get yourself signed up to Perfects Club. It's an amazing site. Look, I'm not getting paid to promote Perfects Club. Just in case I have had people say to me before, Oh, you get paid to promote this and that. I actually don't. But I really think perfect Stop is an absolutely fantastic site and pete is probably one of the most knowledgeable vets in ireland and probably well even further afield than that so definitely recommend if you're in your local pet stop the next day also pet stop are not sponsoring me either just to clarify that and if you're in your local pet stop well then check it out all the details are in store there or just go to Perfect Club as well online and you can find all the details there. So uh, before anyone else asks uh, ask me or wonders if I'm being sponsored by either of these, I'm not. So uh, on that note, I'm going to move on to our next uh, topic. OK, so we all know that in recent weeks and over the last two months, the situation in Ukraine has become absolutely just horrendous to see and we see it day in day out on tv uh it's just it's awful what's going on over there now what's actually been happening as well is there have been a number of animal shelters over in ukraine that have actually been bombed by russian forces has been confirmed and verified by outlets such as Sky News and BBC and your main like kind of news outlets. So they have actually verified all this information. But why, like, okay, so I don't really want to focus on the whole war thing because we do hear a lot of it. So Great Charity Fundraiser is still going on out there to raise funds for, and like, I suppose, get animal supplies over to Ukraine. So definitely, I think... If you want to get involved in, in that sort of things, definitely recommend it. Uh, that's not what I'm talking about today. What I want to talk about is actually it's a beautiful story, and it is the story of a Ukrainian grandmother named who who is 86 years old, and since the war in Ukraine, she has resettled in Ireland, and a I from what I know of the story, it was actually a Dublin lady who helped bring her and her family uh, to to Ireland. And it was, yes, uh, according to the Irish Mirror, uh, I don't really look at tabloids too much, but according to the Irish Mirror, Dublin woman Debbie, Debbie Deegan, who had helped Violet's family to get to Ireland, put in... Countless more hours of tireless work to try and reunite Violeta with her twelve-year-old Labrador named Tasha. Now, Tasha and Violeta were separated uh, after the evacuations of Ukraine. After she and her family were evacuated, they were they were separated, and a Romanian family uh, took in uh, Tasha. So gave care to, to uh, Tasha. But this Dublin lady actually went and, like, actually was able to track Tasha down and was able to reunite uh, Tasha with Violetta. And, like, just to see the images here as well, the affection between this dog and her owner, it's just, it, it's it's something you cannot put a price on. It's it, it's incredible to see the bond this year and like six weeks apart just you can imagine I can't imagine myself being away from my dogs for six weeks. I can't imagine being separated and especially in these circumstances I just I would not oh god I just wouldn't be able to be separated. But it has it's a story that has such a happy ending and it's just it's wonderful to see it. It's wonderful to see that. This dog has been able to be reunited, like th- what, hundreds, thousands of miles maybe between Ireland and Ukraine, and they were able to be reunited. And it's just, it's wonderful to see. Uh, the full story is up on the Irish Mirror, and that actually happened on Sunday. So, definitely one I'd recommend reading. I'll share the links on our own bio uh for this and for the um, article from pete uh, a bit later on so i will actually share those later and yeah uh i think that's like just it's so so cool to see something like that okay so while you have great heartwarming stories like that there's also i suppose you have to touch on. Uh, other items as well so we will be talking next week with uh tim cubby from pep bond about this and it's something that is called alabama rot and there is actually it is a disease that is largely fatal with 90 percent mortality rate and irish dog owners irish dog owners are being warned because cases have been identified in the uk with five deaths in dogs so far this year and okay to give you an idea of what it is so this i will share as well this article that i found online and alabama Rush is also known as crgb uh Cognos and renal that Gl- uh, vasculope Vasculopathy. Uh, big words there for me i don't really do big words too well it's a very rare but a potentially life-threatening disease in dogs causing damage to the blood vessels in the skin and sometimes the kidney tiny blood clots form in the blood vessels which blocks them and in the skin and causes ulceration but in the kidney it can lead to severe organ dysfunction i.e kidney failure some dogs develop skin sores only while others develop skin sores and kidney failure uh, recovery expected in the former group however sadly many dogs that develop kidney failure do not survive because of this disease so some of the symptoms to watch out for are unexplained redness sores swollen skin your dog licking their paws more than usual additional signs may be seen if kidney pumps develop such as vomiting and a change in their behavior such as not eating or being excessively tired these later signs can develop a few days after the skin sores have appeared or at the same time. So what should you do if you suspect your dog has Alabama rot? You contact your vet immediately. The earlier this disease is suspected, the sooner treatment can be started. And your vet will decide the best course of action for your dog. And this will involve management of the skin sores. And if it has developed the sudden onset kidney failure. So obviously dogs are get to kidney failure would we'll have to have a lot more intensive specialist treatment and your vet may recommend referring you to a specialist. Now we will talk more about that next week with, uh, when we chat to, uh, Tim Kirby from pet bond and speaking of pet bond, we are going to move on now and we are going to see what doggies pet bond, uh, have on their site They are looking for a forever home. Now, if you have bills and debt piling up, a personal loan through NetCredit can provide funding up to $10,000 to help you get back on track if eligible. Visit netcredit.com today. All NetCredit loans and lines of credit are offered by a member of the NetCredit family of companies or one of our lending partners. Visit netcredit.com slash partners for more information. I think, let's just see... If we can use some other sound effect here, I don't really know. I have a few sound effects here. I'm gonna go with this one. Ah, oh, there we go. Okay, so if you don't know what Pep Bond is, fantastic, fantastic site. Uh, we have had pets. Uh, we've had Tim from Pep Bond on our show many, many a time. So Pep Bond. Uh, let me kind of get you an idea of exactly what pet bond is ba, 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 ba. let's see so okay pet Barn is a site where you can find dogs uh just pets in general looking for their, their new home and it can be from a animal sanctuary or from a respectable breeder this means uh, respectable and responsible breeder means that there are no poppy farms or backyard breeders I suppose you could probably call them uh, on this site so it's a really great idea uh okay so the idea of pet is just stamp out poppy farming just that's the overall what the overall volumes and it is, to give you the, if you don't know what pet is, give you the official description. It is a novel and groundbreaking website which allows pet parents to safely meet happy and healthy pets. It was founded and is managed by our CEO and renowned veterinary surgeon, Dr. Tim Corby. Tim has many years of clinical experience in improving the lives of thousands of, pet, thousands of pets. So... Let's see, listening to the worries and horrific experience of new pet parents such as you every single day prompted Tim to create a pet bond which has quickly become the single most trusted place for anyone looking to meet a healthy and happy puppy with peace of mind. So, you have to be approved as a breeder to be honest and, well, like, obviously, like, if you're a backyard breeder, you're not going to be honest. So you are assured, pet parents are assured that they're getting, like, a really, uh, like, a proper breed dog. And, like, dogs that aren't going through really crappy, like, kind of, like, conditions and dogs that are, like, coming from good, respectable homes. So let's take an old quick look here. Uh, okay, so there are quite a lot of these that are from breeders Uh, let me just give you an example of what's available here so you have there is a Milo which is a black lab Milo is coming from Milo is a one of a little one he is an 11 month old Labrador retriever uh, cross, and yeah. So Milo is looking for a new home. Uh, let's have a look. Who else is looking for a new home? They, I see German Shepherd puppies that are looking for new pair owners here as well. Uh, they are purebred, straight, back black and tan German Shepherd puppy puppies, male and females. And the great thing is all these dogs are wormed they're microchipped they're vaccinated so that is like a really really like good way to for you to actually source uh your new puppy uh, or if you want to give a chance to an older maybe an older doggy we have sky that is here let me have a look at sky sky is a boxer staffy cross and is about seven and a half years old her owner was made homeless oh god and she was left to try and find a new home she's a very friendly pet and seems to have no issues so you get an idea of the characteristics like the pre characteristics, size energy it's like a five dot way and a five star rating uh system grooming living space like all the different things that they need here this is actually like and this is, uh, oh, uh, this is from Ren, Ren Bile, if I got that wrong, Cat and Dog Rescue. So that is where Sky is coming from. Uh, let me just have a quick look here and see if there's anyone else that we could look at. ba ba You know, it's interesting doing an episode on my own. I've never actually done this before, so this is quite cool. Uh, let's just have a quick look you have okay so if you are following limb camera welfare you would see that there was I believe was it eight or nine or maybe ten wonderful uh labrador retriever puppies which were looking for the forever homes there last week so or in the last few weeks and let's have a look just like just all oh, doggies looking for their forever home here uh let's see there's like douglas is looking for a forever home and who else have we here uh, we have great thing about and and welfare as well as they'll always share dogs are lost or lost and found kind of which is great and okay so lots of doggies there again they're forever homes and let's see obviously they don't just have dogs they have cats as well uh they have horses they have like so many there's so many beautiful breeds here uh those who are a fan of greyhounds well obviously they have lots of greyhounds there's a beautiful springer here as well uh there is i think that's a boxer i think so uh They have, like, so many different dogs here out uh, looking for their their forever homes. Definitely recommend, if you're looking for a new pup, uh, always just try where you can to go to your local shelter. Like, there's always going to be a dog looking for their home at an animal shelter somewhere. And, yeah, like, look, it, it makes a lot of sense to give one of these dogs a second chance. So whatever you do if you can just i don't like to i don't like to use the phrase adopt on shop because shop makes it sound like they're just an item off the shelf and dons which like to be honest or not they're living beings i would say adopt where you can first and foremost so moving on to our final section of the show for today <laughs> Right, so we know that there is a lot coming up over the next few months. And we will have a lot coming up ourselves. But obviously, what we're going to say focus on is the big event that is happening on the May weekend. And that is the Pops in the Park at Malahide Gardens and Castle. So, <coughs> oh, excuse me, cough. Jeez, hasn't happened in a while now. Uh, okay, so what is happening? at Malahide Gardens. Puffs in the Park is, this looks to be an incredible event. You have quite a lot of different uh, people on stage. I'm just going to give you an example of what's going on on both days. So the schedules are up on the website. You have the arena schedules and you have the stage schedules. So on the stage schedule, let's see, you have, just to give you an idea of what's happening Saturday, Pete DeVette. Uh Let's see, there is a, Pete is going to be talking uh, on the Saturday about choosing the right food for your doggy. And again on the Sunday, actually, uh, there is going to be a dog health panel discussion with Bobby Ortiz, Susie Walsh, Vicky Rhodes and Carl McCulloch. Uh, you will have dog tales from the DSPCA. There uh, is a dog charity panel discussion happening. And let's see. Uh, okay, so... You have preventative health care again with Pete Devette. That's later on Saturday at 3 p.m. Uh you have a dog, Dog and Xy panel discussion happening at 4 p.m. On the Sunday again you have the those same some of the same panels uh so you have Pete Wedderburn. you have the dog health panel discussion, dog Tales from the s p c a the dog charity panel discussion, the preventative health care with Pete Devette. And the dog anxiety panel discussion, too. And of course, on the Sunday at 1 30, on the Sunday, live on stage, you will have the Big Bear podcast. This will be the first, I suppose, event on stage I've done live. And I am absolutely crapping a brick because I might seem confident behind a microphone, but I'm actually like in front of people. I am going to be quite nervous so uh, i've already asked the lads to have like maybe i don't know uh, something stronger than a cup of coffee on stage for me or something stronger than a bottle of water uh guys from Pops in the park if you're listening in a uh, drop a gin would be nice just just saying if i'm not sure if you are let out but just saying if you could okay so in the main arena you will have let me just have a quick look what's going on in the main arena and it's the same on both days. So you will have a search and rescue demonstration. A uh, sheep hunting dem- demonstration. flyball, Another search and rescue. Another fly ball. And a, another sheep hunting. Oh, and a gun dog display. Uh, By that one, sorry. Tambor's Labrador's. I might not get to see that one. I might not be up to Dublin in time. So, yeah. But look at the obedience ring. You have Rob Walsh, your dog father boot camp on reactive dogs sport days you have canine conditioning with lord jennings on the saturday you have scent adventures and murder mystery adventure with dogs of size huh. you have tambos Labradors again uh, you have let me just see the iapbt on both days and rob Walch is doing another session in the afternoon for both days as well and Tambor's Labradors on the sunday lord jennings on the saturday uh in the evening you have an, the agility arena the puppy academy so look you have so much going on there's a competition corner where like we really hope to be kind of hanging out uh one thirty. 30 that really complex for our one there uh the best pop in the park. so yeah that sounds pretty cool uh, Golden Odley's, uh, Top Tricksters, there is so much going on, and don't forget you have the exhibitor call, uh, as well, so let's just kind of give you a lineup of the exhibitors, you have, okay, so Paint Your patch, design designers, Photography, for fuck's sake, for, for fuck's sake, that nearly came off very wrong on me, My Companion, which is Pet Cremation, Doggers and Poppers, Dex Vets, Blue Pet, Holistic Hound, Village Vest, shoot my dogs, Paw Let's see. Uh, Born Up Box will be there. Perfect by Jake Hounds and Hallies, Phoenix Bark, the Irish Wolfhound Club. Uh, let's just see Hemp Pures, the Barking Baker, Happy Tails, uh, Dog Photos. Like I know I'm leaving out some here. But there's definitely like there's so much for everyone. If you want to go shopping with your dog, well, that's the day to do it. Uh, I am going to be leaving Bruno and Millie myself at home this day because, well, for two reasons. One, the trip from Limerick to Dublin would just be way too much for them, especially for we weather like this. It's um, way too much for them in for that long journey. I wouldn't do it to them. Second of all. I will come home bankrupt. I might as well just hand them my card. If we go shopping at the Pups in the Park. Because I honestly think. That yeah. will They'll just want every single thing gone. So I'll decide what to what to get really. Uh, I think that's probably the best way to, to do it. So let's just see. Uh, I think I've pretty much covered everything. Uh suppose there's definitely a few things I'm looking forward to there. I am looking forward to chatting with a lot of the um a lot of the like what would you call it a lot of the people who go beat there and looking forward to chatting with the dog owners themselves and like just getting out and about meeting people just getting everyone's feeling today and sure like just having a great crack and like you know that's kind of that's like the best way to do it and yeah okay well i think that is pretty much nearly all I have time for i cannot believe i managed to talk half an hour on my own i'm thirsty now water yeah water but okay so that's all for today i never thought i would be able to talk for like a full half hour myself but uh you know i can and i did not well yeah i didn't think i could waffle on this long i i I, turns out i can oh no I will make sure for next week that I have a guest lined up. We will be going into our new format, hopefully next week. And if not next week, the week after. Uh, we have our flowers, I think, as I mentioned, gone uh, like printing out. So we'll have loads of those uh, with us on the Pops and the Party in Dublin. And remember, that's on Sunday that we will be there, Sunday May 1st. It's going on on both days, Saturday and Sunday. And if you haven't got your tickets yet, well, I kind of wonder what you're waiting for. But if you're hoping to maybe win a few tickets, we're still doing our competition over on Instagram. And we have four tickets to give away for the Sunday, which is May 1st, the same day that we're recording it. And just head on over to our Instagram page and you will see the post on our on our page uh, it's the one that says competition and it's the one that everyone has commented on so eh, eh, what do you have to do for that you have to like the post you have to be following both the Big Bear Pockets and Pops in the Park and then tag the three friends you would bring in a comment underneath the post that will close this Friday at probably around 9 9pm 8pm maybe around 8pm will close it, and we'll announce the winner on Easter Sunday and, well, <coughs> oh, God. <clears throat> oh, not sure where that cough came from. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, God. No. Oh, oh, had to silence that for a minute. I never talked this long on the podcast before. I normally have everyone else who's talking, I just ah, sure, look, it's grand. Okay, so I'm going to wrap it up here. If you don't follow us on Spotify or on iTunes, well then get it right on over and follow us on whichever you listen to your podcast on. You will be notified of new episodes then weekly. And follow us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. You'll find us on the Big Bad Podcast on all those. Uh, we are not on Toctic right now. Because I find it too confusing and frustrating to even like yourself know, so up on it. I suppose I'm in my mid 30s now, so I'm not like um young and hip with the uh, whole talky-tick things and those videos and randomness of all. It drives me insane to be honest. Um, but I'd like to stick with the old Instagram, so, um, stick on the gram, you know. And yeah, look guys, uh been my first uh podcast recording just on my own so hasn't been too bad and well look i'll talk to you next week i'll be back with the new format i of the big bat next week and i'll have a guest or two on the show as well for you until then guys listen have a great week and give your dogs and any other pets that you have to be honest give them lots and lots of cuddles and hugs. have a great week guys the big bark listen up dog owners it's for you all you canine lovers it's your favorite podcast the big bark with your host dara burke and canine co-hosts bruno and millie the big bark